it was a pop-up that many, in fact, most, in fact, all but one player that I knew at the time uh, would have stayed at third base on. But Gibson had already always been taught to be aggressive. He, he was a football player, and uh, down the line he came and he scored on a sacrifice fly to second base. That's how uh, it's always been known. And uh, it's the only sacrifice fly to second base that I've ever known. And it was a huge, huge run in the game. One of the other surprising things I learned reading the book was uh, that Mickey Lolich, the hero of the 1968 World Series, uh, almost gave up baseball a few years earlier. Why? Well, that's because he had a run-in with a minor league manager who uh, called him out in in front of uh, uh, his teammates. And... um, and, and the Tigers wanted to, at one point, wanted to send him back to that same manager. And Mickey said, "No, I'm not going to go and play for that guy. And I'm going home to to uh, Portland, and I'm going to, um, and I'm going to become a mailman." And uh, he had always wanted to be a mailman. He thought that was going to be a good living and a good career. So he went back to Portland. But uh, Portland had a minor league team at the at the time, not a Tigers affiliate. And uh, the Tigers made a deal for him to uh, to pitch for that team. And uh, finally, uh, Mickey kind of came back into the fold, and uh, his Tiger career was back on track. But uh, he was a he was a headstrong guy. He knew that. I mean, he wasn't going to. He wasn't faking this. I don't think. And uh, he uh, he was going to leave baseball, but uh, obviously he didn't. Well, and he certainly delivered uh, in the 1968 World Series, winning uh, three games, uh, including uh, Game 7 in St. Louis. Now, as I read the book, uh, there were 50 men and moments. Uh, are they ranked in any particular order? They are ranked in the in the order uh, of importance, 1 through 50, that I determine as their importance. But one thing I did do, uh, Pat, was alternate events with moments with men. So... Um, the first uh, num- the first chapter is a is a moment. The second chapter is a is an individual, and that's what I tried to do throughout the book. It's always a tough decision for an author to leave things out, decide what you're going to put in a book and what you're not going to put in a book. Uh, which players and moments uh, didn't make the cut, and why? Well, I didn't write any uh, individual stories on owners. Any any chapters are uh, that were dedicated solely to owners because I knew I was going to mention them many times throughout the book anyway. And of course, you've covered the Tigers for many years. You've written so many stories and known so many players uh, and individuals. As you did your research, though, uh, what did you learn that maybe was new or surprising to you? Well, I learned that Ty Cobb was a nicer guy than uh, than many. Uh, at times in his life. Now, he was a ferocious, fiery player. I mean, he was a competitive player, and he wanted to beat you at, no matter what. And he was really like that with some of his teammates uh, as, as or some of the players who played for him when he was the Tigers' manager. But after his career, he softened. For instance, uh, he went up to uh, Harry Heilman was dying, and another Tiger great and a broadcaster. He was dying in 1951 of, of lung cancer. And Cobb went up to him and uh, told him that he had been voted into the Hall of Fame when he hadn't been. But he also knew that there was no way that Harry was going to find out that he hadn't been. So he allowed Harry Heilman to die uh, thinking that he was a Hall of Famer. Well, after that, Cobb worked very hard to make sure it happened within the year. And uh, so on behalf of a, 
uh, of a former Tiger teammate, and, and uh, he uh, really worked hard. And he did the same thing. He campaigned for Sam Crawford as well. He just didn't have a deathbed situation as he did with uh, with Harry Heilman.